millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Today, we're going to put everything we've covered so far together. I might throw anything at you, possibly literally. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. And if I manage it, can I borrow your car? Arthur, you haven't managed any of these things on their own. What makes you think you can handle them together? I can't eat eggs and flour and sugar on their own, but I can eat cake. All right. (laughs) But only if you really manage it. Actually, I can eat eggs on their own. (laughs) And sugar. And flour. Go. Ding, ding. I say, Stuart, can my little girl go up on the flight deck for landing? Uh, Yes, I'm sure that's fine. No, it's against the law. Right. Ding, ding. Excuse me, could you let the oxygen masks down so we can have a practice with them? Uh, Yes, of course. I'll just go... No, you can't. (laughs) Ding, ding. Excuse me, my dear, I'm blind. Could you guide me to the toilet? No, no, I can't. Yes, yes, you can. (laughs) Ding, ding. Excuse me, I'm still waiting for my whiskey. Uh, yeah, ding, I... ding! And when are you going to take away my tray? <laughs> ding, ding! Mister, my tummy feels funny. Shut up! All of you, shut up! <laughs> Hello there. This is the Belugatoons podcast. Andy here. Thanks so much for deciding to listen to this. It means a lot. I am very happy, very happy to have you along for the ride. Uh, yeah, uh, this is the part where I have to tell you what's coming up in this week's episode, and I'm never prepared, I never, never actually, never actually have everything ready in front of me. But never mind. Um, the uh, the pod flick this week is The Innocence. What did I think of that film? Well, wait and see. That that's coming up very soon. Uh, I also have a six-minute shout-out. It's something a little bit different this week. Actually, because I suppose it was, it was something a bit different last week, but it's another kind of different direction. You, you'll find out. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's something that is worth checking out, because <laughs> that's pretty much what that, what that segment is for. It's for the things that I, th- I think people might want to have a look at. Anyway, um, and I, I do a bit of talking about enjoying life just generally, because <laughs> um, once again, I'm starting to think. You know, I, I have the kind of life where um, I, 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 I sometimes get in a bad mood, but I don't really have much of a, a reason to. And I wonder if that's if that's something that any of you guys um, can relate to. You'll hear me talk about this later, anyway. So I'll, I'll shut up about it now because I, I must. <laughs> it just, it just seems like. Every, you know, the more I talk about it, the more redundant it becomes when we actually get to that that part of the episode. One thing I will just uh, mention is I um, had a bit of, had a conversation with a a friend a friend of mine because we were talking about how the years gone because a lot of people have been talking about 2016 like you know as years go it's been rather horrible uh, that's what a lot of people 
of, of saying actually. And in the previous episode, I did say how I, I do understand that, and you know, I, I I mentioned the John Oliver piece and how he he ended it with a, a, a kind of demolition of 2016. Uh, if, you, if you've seen the episode, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I I know what he's talking about. I I think there there is. Yeah, I, I get that people have not been quite so happy this year. But what my, what my friend was saying, and I, I thought this this is actually very true as well. You can't really blame it on the year necessarily, because it's not like you know. I I, I have also gone on about. Um, we aren't running out of time as we get to the end of 2016. Um, when January comes, things are not going to change instantly. If if you're having a bad year, um, no one can really guarantee if it's going to everything's going to turn around. Um, and it's highly unlikely that because it just you know, becomes 2017, that in an instant everything's going to be much better. Like we we know that uh, we're not going to have to go through the same presidential election because that that's been and gone. Um, there won't be one of those next year, so maybe that's one thing to be thankful for. But you can't blame it on the year, and I I have to agree with that as well. I I suppose I have mixed feelings about this year. I mean, I, I um because one thing I was I was talking about last week was how it's not been too bad for me personally. But yeah, uh, I, I'm just I'm just agreeing with everyone. I think <laughs> I can certainly see these, yeah, these these points that people are making. Right, I, I won't uh, won't drone on anymore. We've got to get on to the first segment. I've been keeping you way too long. Um, this is, these are my thoughts on the film The Innocence. That's what I'm doing for Podflix this this uh, this week. You'll hear my my opinion on The Innocence. And after that, I shall reveal what the next film is going to be. Shall I tell you who taught them to you? I won't ever again, I promise. Shall I tell you who taught you? The things you've done, the things you've said? Shall I tell you his name? You don't fool me. I know why you keep on and on. It's because you're afraid. You're afraid you might be mad. So you keep on and on, trying to make me admit something that isn't true. Trying to frighten me the way you frightened Flora. But I'm not Flora. I'm no baby. You think you can run to my uncle with a lot of lies. But he won't believe you. Not when I tell him what you are. A damn hussy. A damn dirty-minded hag. You never fooled us. We always knew. <laughs> A young governess for two children becomes convinced that the house and grounds are haunted. Wow, did I love this film. I And and it says here, uh, writers, Henry James, he wrote the novel. Um, and John Mortimer apparently did additional scenes and dialogue. That's, that's quite funny because there was a writer in the uh, 60s called John Mortimer. And that happens to also be my dad's name, so <laughs> that's a bit of a running joke with um, the family. Uh, yeah, 
We, we sometimes hear about him on the radio. I think he's, he's written a lot of things for radio. So we'll hear the afternoon play, and it'll be by John Mortimer. And it'll be like, oh, it's one of Dad's. <laughs> Even though uh, no, no real relation. It, it, it's it's <laughs> my my dad did not work on this film. Just just made that clear. Uh, but yeah, I I thought this was very well done. It's another one that I just I I don't even know if the title rang a bell. Um, it, it's one of those kind of vague titles that could have been applied to because you know that there there was um, was it a film or a TV series that came out this year and I. I I've no idea if it's uh, a remake, if if it has any connection to this film. But yeah, uh, I, I was really I was not aware of this, um, and I suppose 1961. You know, obviously it's, it's it's an early film, but at the same time, I wonder um, how new at the time was the concept of um, creepy children, basically. <laughs> Because uh, I, I suppose, I'd like to say that this this might have been one of the first, if not the first. Yeah, I think that was my initial thought was that th this could have been when that wasn't so much of a a known thing. But I, I don't know because yeah, I've been watching films that date back to the to the, the very early days of film, like nineteen hundreds. Um, was the the uh, was Underworld that that was. Um, uh, uh, you know, that was a 20s movie so yeah i um i don't know that this is like a very early example of um casting children and making them act in a very creepy sort of way i thought the actors playing the children were good uh i i feel like i've seen better acting you know you've got to give them credit because they're only children they're very young, they can't have had a lot of acting experience, like compared to the the adults of this. Um, and I suppose they did a very good job, uh, despite that. Like the the girl blows Flora. I I found her particularly creepy. Like the the way she she sang that little song every now and then, and um, just just her kind of optimism. That very first scene where you see her, that, that's both kind of charming, but at the same time. It it is it is eerie. It um, these children they they talk like adults, and, and as it's a period drama, I think that leaves you wondering: Is this how children talked back then? Um, and I I think there's even a bit where uh, the character Miles he, he kind of acknowledges that he is not like other children. He he's like you know that we we are not the same as. Uh, uh, most children our age, or something along those lines, um, and I found some of the scenes genuinely frightening. I suppose I have said before I'm quite easy to scare, but yeah, you know, I watched a lot of films in October uh, on Netflix. Netflix probably doesn't have the scariest films. That might be it. Yeah, um, and I mean, I you know, it didn't keep me up at night. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it was very well done. I I liked, I suppose again, I, I have to give props to the director. I suppose you you do need to give props to the director. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke there. <laughs> props joke. Uh, 
No, no. Uh, I, I, I liked the decisions that went into it that um, added to the uh, very kind of unnerving atmosphere. Uh, it kind of reminded me of a lot of Hitchcock's productions, the, the music and the acting. I, I'd say the acting worked. I don't know that it was... Because I'm, I'm thinking, I, I say this a lot, that I say, well, the acting was very good. And and it was, you know, I I think it um, it obviously had to be a certain type, they were going for a certain style. I mean, they, they might have borrowed um, a, cert, a certain amount from, uh, from Hitchcock, I don't know. But yeah, uh, would I watch it again? Absolutely. Uh, this might actually be a new Halloween tradition. Because it's just... I, I I think there is something very scary about um, like people in horror films. I, I think we, when you're making a horror film, there's so much you can work with. Because you, you've got to kind of tap into the, the human psyche or whatever nonsense I'm trying to... <laughs> I, I don't know what I mean by that. Uh, <laughs> but like... Um, the classic example is Jaws. Like they, apparently, Steven Spielberg wanted the shark to be seen a lot more in the film, but because the animatronic shark kept breaking down and it was no good, um, they ended up using it very sparingly, and they 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 also ended up increasing the suspense. It was almost it worked in their favour because, uh, as we all know, the human imagination is where all the scary stuff comes from. It It's much harder to uh, show people, like try, try and come up with like a, a concept of a monster uh, like a, a, and have it be visual right there on the screen um, than it is to really just um, kind of hint at something that's going on that's unsettling. And yeah, so the, the visuals in this film aren't necessarily what makes, makes it scary but um it is a great psychological type of film and it's now time for me to say tell me internet what film will i be talking about in the next episode of the beluga tunes podcast what we do in the shadows 2014 I'm reporting you all to, well, I don't know who I'm reporting you to, but it's going to be some pony important. It is now time for the six minute shout out. Right, so it's time to bring out the internet wheel. Let's spin that wheel around. Yeah, uh, it's spinning. That's good. Uh, what's it going to land on this week? It could be anything. It, um, it could be a website. It could be something, I don't know, in the real world, maybe. Uh, it's slowing. Uh, it has landed on whocalled.co.uk. Yeah, um, the, the, the this this site is actually is 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 a uh, who called me. Uh, the URL is um, www.who-called.co.uk. So yeah, um, uh, the reason that I'm I thought I'd talk about this. It's nothing entertaining or... <laughs> Usually I like to talk about something that's really fun or enjoyable. This is really handy. Because 
maybe you're like me. Maybe you're sometimes um, get a, a, a call, you know, a nuisance phone call or cold caller. Um, I actually have a friend who, whenever I um, leave a voicemail message, his recording, um, one of the things he says in his recording is leave a message after the tone. Um, cold calling is not accepted on here. So I don't know. I, I, in my experience, I've not known cold callers to leave voicemail messages. Maybe they do. Um, so I'd be interested to know if, if that thing works. But what I like about this site is that um, over the past few years, I've had some cold callers. I'll, I'll get. Um, I'll notice that I've, I've missed a call on my phone. Um, I'll have a look at the number, and I won't recognise the number because obviously. If it's from someone who I know, their name will be there. Um, so I'm always a little bit concerned when I have a missed call and I have no way of knowing who it was who was trying to call me. And I generally don't call back. In fact, I've, I've kind of got into the habit of never answering my phone unless the name actually comes up, if it's a name that I've actually got saved on my phone. Because if it is somebody I know, and I just don't have their number, um, that's something that I can fix because... You know, they, they might leave a, a voicemail message and tell me that, you know, they tried to call and that way I, I, I can find out then who it was and, yeah, and then just add the, the name to the contacts. But yeah, so here's the thing. What I'll sometimes do is I'll pick up my phone and I'll notice that I've missed a call. I'll have a look at the missed calls. Um, and if it's a weird number that I don't recognize, I go to this website who called me enter in the number um, and yeah uh, I, I suppose I could give a practical demonstration because um, you can leave feedback like if if you've taken a call because um, there are a lot of people on here who have like here's just a random example from someone um, the number called me but no one spoke when I answered after reading what others on this website have written I'm going and oh, I think that's a <laughs> yeah that that's basically the type of thing that it says on there um right so there was a number that I didn't recognize recently let's have a look at my missed calls okay I, I won't read the number out loud but I'll um right yeah the, is it the it's the latest one that I had just going to put this in um Bear with me. <laughs> Not very good at doing this sort of thing in a hurry. Okay, so there's a... So I've just typed in one of the numbers that came up on my phone recently. Um, and there are a lot of comments for this one. Uh, in fact, there's a lot of swearing going on in the, in the comments section. People are not happy with, with whoever this person was, whoever this company was. Um, unknown. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, 
What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. They broke off the call when I answered. He said it's from Macclesfield on my phone screen. Didn't recognize numbers, so didn't pick up. Glad I didn't if it, it was PPI. I, yeah. Uh, I checked the number on your website, then blocked them. Thanks. So yeah, you, you get people noticing. <laughs> in, in some of the comments they leave involve uh, referring to the other comments, being like, "Yeah, after reading all of these, and I, I would agree, this is this is bad news." Um, but yeah, and I like that this site exists because. It's one of those things where you can confirm something like without actually phoning up a company that you don't want any business with. Uh, you put the number in and you can actually find out um, if, if anybody else has had the same experience. And it's quite therapeutic in a way. You always feel like, well, it's good to know I'm not the only one. Because <laughs> how many results did that one get? Number of comments, 276. So that's 276 people have... Um, given their opinion, and, and you can rank these, um, you can mark phone number as safe, neutral, unknown, harassing, or dangerous. Excuse me. So yeah, um, I think I might just go back for a second. Um, this is what it says on their, on their homepage. Unknown number, not anymore. Find out who called me. Are you looking for information about an unknown number? Not sure if you should receive? Are you tired of offers, banks, debt collectors, or ordinary scammers? Whocall.co.uk was created to stigmatise scammers, spammers, and fake offers. The community for phone numbers and phone spam. If, uh, yeah... Uh, for nearly been six minutes. If you receive such a call or text, or if you return the call, text, uh, and you now realise it's a scam, you can report it on our website. And I encourage you to do this. Do check this website out. Yeah, it's it's a great way of um, of dealing with this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, um, I, I almost wish that I could spend a bit more time on this. It's, uh, was was there anything else I was going to bring up? Uh, I think I've just check it out. You know, I I came across this site when I just thought I keep getting these these unknown numbers appearing on my phone. I'll just do a Google search for this number and see what happens, and then it just led me to this site. So yeah, it's it, it's great, and so yeah, I I, I definitely recommend this. As again, basically 
as just like a handy information guide. Uh, yeah, the, 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 it's um, it, it, it's great for anyone who's had cold callers trying to reach them all the time and all the you know, phone spam. So yeah, uh, that's uh, who dash called dot co dot uk. You pressed you, referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the Nutty Professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. I was feeling ever so miserable on Monday morning. Um... But the uh, the insane thing is, it was literally just for two reasons. I just got in a bad mood for two reasons. And one was the weather. It was pouring with rain when I went to work. And I did get the bus. But I have to walk a fair distance from the bus stop to my place of work when I, when I get there. Um, so, yeah, I was walking out in the pouring rain. And I find it very, very hard to... like contain my rage when I'm out in the pouring rain um especially when it's very cold rain it was very cold I will say that and the other reason was um you know the the work wasn't too hard and you know I I just spend a few hours just cleaning stuff up basically and yeah um things weren't so bad by the end of it I was out in the open uh Around uh, what, what time would that have been? Uh, it was close to half eight. Yeah, eight thirty a.m. Um, so I was feeling alright. Uh, then I realised that uh, one of the bins out in the front uh, needed emptying. I had to change the bin liner, uh, which proved to be a bigger job than I was expecting, because 
people had chucked a lot of um, mostly full bottles of drink and um, after I'd taken the bag out out of the the bin and replaced you know put the new one in I, I realized the bag was leaking not only was it leaking but there was this horrible stuff it looked like Bailey's or something that was just leaking out and I got really fed up I got really angry and um, just as I you know when everything was finished when I packed up and I was, I was just on my way out just feeling so annoyed I just said to myself there are people out there who would kill to have a worse day than this? You know, as long as it's not not as bad as, as what they're going through. You know, I'm, I'm going to do another segment where I just talk about how horrible life can be for some people. And here's the thing. I, I, I really needed to just... I, need, I, I, I felt like I... I I just found myself wondering, why? Why do I get so angry at little things? There were just two little things, and these things happen, that, you know, it sometimes rains. I got home, I got dry, I spent the rest of the day indoors. I just chilled, I didn't didn't have to do anything much. My life's good. I, I shouldn't act like I don't know, why is it that just small things, it's just the, I think when, when you, when you take, take a lot of things for granted, it, it becomes surprisingly easy to just get wound up and be like, you know, the, the, <laughs> I don't, I don't need this, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's weird that yeah, um, it was just the, the, that that tiny part of that one day, you know, because I suppose I had the rest of the week to look forward to, lots of fun stuff to, to do. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next comic book club, and I, um, the uh, the event has been posted up on the, the Facebook group, and uh, I'm preparing some artwork I'm doing another illustration for that um, it's going to be a festive illustration it's going to be a Christmas themed one um, I've got my secret Santa gift already I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to next month I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead I'm being like this is going to be fun and I, I said this I, I think I'm going to end up saying this every year <laughs> um, yeah because I used to look at the end of the year like when it got to the, close to the end of December I used to kind of get this anxiety or something it was like it felt like time was running out. Like I, I had to get everything done. I had, you know, I had things. I had to to commit to these plans before the end, the end of the year. Like you know, the the year is going to, you know. And then I just thought, you know, the the, the crossover point between December and January, it doesn't really mean anything. We, you know, I I just, I always feel like. There's something significant about that, about the new year. Um, but I'm happier now that I can just say to myself, you know, stuff is going to happen. It's going to be just like when we go from, I don't know, August to September. And and I, I see that as, you know, that, that that does make me feel better because 
because I, I I'm now. Uh, I, 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 I'm just comfortable knowing that I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just allowing chaos to just <laughs> to just do whatever you know. And um, yeah, I, I I did go through that last year, but that, that is something that I found really helpful. Um, for anyone who who feels that if you if you ever feel like you get a little bit stressed towards the end of the year and you're not sure why just remember that we're not running out of time we're, we're just going to be um you know we, we, we always talk about the new year like it's a big thing but it's really just you know we're going from one day to another one month to another and um one year to another isn't really any different it's just it's just that same thing i i I still get that feeling though, because you know, I I kind of see the the timeline in my head. So now we we get to the end of this year, and we kind of go all the way back. I kind of see everything going back to the left and uh, going down into this new section, and we're starting from there again. So that's like that's where we we move forward from. Um, but it's it's not really that, is it? It's just just another day. And yeah, we just we just have to take each day as it comes, just take the good with the bad. I suppose because I, I'm hoping that people listening that there are people listening who, um, are kind of in the same boat as me, uh, that there's there's really nothing to worry about. But you know that you know how it is when you ha- you have bad days. But I think ultimately you'll feel better about yourself if um, you accept those bad days. They, they're gonna happen. And just be thankful that, like, it, it, you know, if you're like me, then be thankful, you know, if, if, if you are in the same boat as me, be thankful that it's not always like that. You know, you're not always standing in the pouring rain. Uh, we, we do get a lot of rain here in the, in the UK. Uh, it, it is true. Yeah, it doesn't rain every day. <laughs> not not quite every day. Some people are like, oh, it's always raining. But no, it it, it does stop sometimes. It was lovely last week, actually. Because um, I, I went to get fish and chips on uh, uh, Friday last week. And yeah, um, it, it was beautiful. Lovely blue skies. It was a nice time to get out and do a bit of walking to the chip shop. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one thing that... You know, it is kind of weird. I've I've lived in the same area for over six years, and uh, <laughs> uh, several times I've gone out for fish and chips, but I've never actually been to the local one, the one that's literally just round the corner. Just you know. um, and uh, yeah, it's funny. I I think I make a big event of it. I've also uh, every year on, on my birthday, uh, I'm now doing this thing. Uh, that that's kind of the the one time of the year that I go to McDonald's. I don't know. It's not like I eat health, you know, super healthy every other time you know, throughout the rest of the year. Um, for some reason, going to McDonald's has become a birthday tradition. It's weird. I just, I just like doing that. <laughs> you do what you enjoy doing. I, I, I feel like I need that sense of of ritual, <laughs> ritual junk food. So yeah, um, is has that been ten minutes? Not quite. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, 
I, I can't complain because I can do whatever I want, basically. And I think after this, I'm going to make myself a hot beverage and then think about doing some drawing. But I, I don't even know if I'm going to do that because I'm feeling lazy. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> enjoy life as, as best you can. I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread! <laughs> Well, sadly, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. Uh, so don't forget to uh, have a look at the Comic Book Club. Uh, they, they have a, a Facebook page. This is Comic Book Club Southampton on Facebook. Uh, we meet on the third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm, at the Alexander Beer Emporium, or the Alex. Just look for the Alex in the, on London, London Road. Uh, yeah, um... Uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's every month, the Thursday, as I said. Yeah, uh, my website is www.belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S And you know what, guys? Cows Play Clocks are now available on my Redbubble store. If you go to belugatoons.redbubble.com Yeah, um... Uh, go to you, you'll be able to find all of this and recently added there's also uh, Cows Play Collage uh, items uh, Cows Play Duvets uh, also, also I've come up with, with the this year's um, Balloon's Christmas t-shirt and other clothing uh, yeah I've got a special design a special festive design I, I, I feel like now's probably a good time to order these uh, to get ready for Christmas Day, um, yeah, you, you gotta gotta get in there. Gotta get, <laughs> it's gonna get busy around the holidays. Yeah, um, so that, that that's that's all there. Uh, this podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. Um, my Twitter is at Belugatoons uh, for tweets on. Specifically on this podcast, uh, go to at Belugatoons Pod. Yeah, uh, next week I'm going to be giving my thoughts on what do we do in the shadows, which is a 2014 film, I believe. Yes, it was one that I was, I was meaning to check out earlier this year, in fact. But I had, <laughs> see, now now I have no excuse. I've got to got to make sure that I do that. Yeah, uh, wow. Um, so I suppose um, that, that, that's about it. Any, any final thoughts? I think I'll just say once again, yeah, I I do get that people ha haven't been loving uh, 2016. But just remember, it, it's a year. You can't really blame all of this on a year. Uh, hopefully things will start to get better, you know. <laughs> I, I certainly... I, I, I've got plenty of things to cheer me up. <laughs> I hope that uh, you're you're finding the same kind of thing. As I say, if we're in the same boat, then I've got yeah. I know I know how it is. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thank you ever so much uh, for listening. Um, and yeah, bye bye. Hold up. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.